Skunk it. successful now mm, he's done alright yeah he's done alright he's done right. good for himself he produced the Joker Joker mm, which like why <laughs> uh, I think he produced well, another why, why are you here <laughs> he produced another film recently and I remember being like that's so random that he <laughs> Bradley Cooper's name just came up yeah did Martin Scorsese end up producing it I don't think he did mm. he was supposed to how do you feel about he came out recently and he was like He's like, fucking Marvel movies aren't movies. Again, it's like <laughs> it's like the Todd Phillips comment. It's like, what what what, what reaction do you think you're going to get from yeah. that? There's loads of people that fucking love these movies. I mean, th- all of these people who haven't seen Martin Scorsese films and like going to see The Joker instead of thinking, oh my God, this is so weird and original. And like, yeah, because P- Martin Scorsese and people like Martin Scorsese turn around and say things like yeah. that. They say, well, they're like more like roller coasters than they are films. I... Like, I think like people really kicked off about that, and all I could think was like the guy's fucking what seventy six yeah. now, like he's an old man. Like old people are they're crotchety. They say shit like that. You know what I mean? It's like it's just that he's in the the, hey, the limelight. Damn kids these days. Well, oh, everyone's like Spielberg has come like against superhero movies. Yeah, uh, he said, "What is it? It's a fad. It'll end like the western." James Cameron <laughs> did that weird thing where he did, he thought didn't think Wonder Woman was a good female character, but Linda Hamilton, um, Sarah Connor was a great female character. That was it, yeah, You're like that's brilliant. Just coming out and go. Nobody can do females yeah, like I. Quite like I can. <laughs> if you want a female character done right, leave it to a man. Get the, <laughs> Patty Jenkins, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, ah, fucking let the guy say what he yeah. wants. Like, he's making crap. He's not going to like. Of course, Martin Scorsese, like the, the master of the gangster film, is not going to come out liking superhero films. Yeah, because I don't think anyone wanted to buy The Irishman. Mm. Is that not the reason he's gone to Netflix? Yeah, because he doesn't really want to go to netflix does he because he, he's all about it needs to be in the cinema and that's how you appreciate yeah films. yeah right well there's there's a conversation we can have yes where do you fall on this whole cinema experience malarkey where it's like films should be seen in the cinema because that's a big thing like you said martin scorsese steven spielberg they all they have all yeah. those strong feelings about it you gotta see movies at the cinema you gotta go out it's i i think proper Cinematic uh, films should be seen in the cinema. I do really, really think that, um, especially because it just it stops distractions. It does stop you looking at your phone because even even in like the most excited film, yeah, you are on Netflix, you'll still look at your phone, mm. you'll glance at it, make sure you haven't got a message. Um, you'll just distractions. Pause it, yeah. You'll pause it, and then you'll you like you might pause it, it where when it's supposed the film is supposed to get. Up and dramatic, but you've uh, paused it to go to the toilet, and you didn't realize you have more control over like the film, and you it's not that it's not that kind of medium. You yeah. shouldn't have your own input of where the break should be because you might be going through a slow moment, and then it's supposed to then come in with a fast moment, and yet you've and paused you, it to go to the bathroom, or yeah, you've at your phone and you've missed the point of action. Um, it should that's not the way you should see it. However, <laughs> it's inevitable. It's inevitable that everything's going to go yep. to streaming services. It's just not like cinema. I think will become like a niche thing. Like it'll be very much a 
like someone who goes to the library it'll be the very sort of like you think yeah I think, like to that extreme I, maybe yeah because strict because i do think streaming the, that i mean if they they could keep the event films and stuff that's what i was thinking i think but, you'll always have your not, star wars sure you always like have it you don't think because disney like i think the thing that got me was that disney plus is putting lady in the tramp there Mm, first that that is that is and i think that is the testing ground especially because a lot of the marvel stuff which is kind of one of their big like event stuff that Uh people go to the cinema for a lot of it's been set up on the um streaming service oh look it's got a little mini series on a streaming Mm. service and i reckon they're testing the water because that's where i think they want to go and i think it won't be long before it was um Maybe within maybe within a few years you'll be like the new this film is coming out the new Black Panther film's coming out but it's on Disney streaming first and then it goes into the cinema yeah and eventually it will just be there'll be specialized cinemas like oh you can come and watch Black Panther but most people are just watching it at home I don't think it I don't think that I think that's inevitable just by the fact it's so much more convenient and people don't people yeah people don't watch films in the same way it's not quite that sort yeah. of like yeah um it it maybe maybe it'll survive people will people kind of guess said this about television television was supposed to um destroy cinema and it didn't, it didn't in the yeah. end but the problem is is that streaming services have a lot more money than television did back in the day yeah and Never. also television it's like you're you're the streaming service that's like you're coming from a different angle as well where television is just whatever is broadcasting Mm. whereas streaming service again it's like you have that choice that same choice you would have if you go to the cinema Mm. of you know like a vast selection of things to pick from it's also not as um uh tied up as tv was tv had to be quite family friendly they had to obey watersheds they had to they had they had budget constraints but they also had to keep like you can't put the to. descent on at three in the <laughs> afternoon <laughs> <laughs> that's when the short shank with them um that's where streaming has a lot more options for just you can just like they can put a bloody violent film with full of fucking sex yeah, you can stuff. put that on at three in the, yeah, mor- the afternoon in the, if you three want in the afternoon that that's up to the streamers um decision so i'm not like even though film was able to win against because film was able to win against tv or at least s- survive because of the whole holly renaissance people like martin scorsese making edgy films yeah. that just you they would not be out that wouldn't reflect anything that was on tv i just don't know if that option there isn't that option anymore yeah and i think that it's only a matter of time before disney plus puts out a thing that's just as like big and, as it yeah. as you uh, what cinematic experience would be i think like I, I worry about the the quality of things of, of films dropping based on you know going through to streaming service because I do feel like there is there you know especially with like Netflix they do put out a lot of stuff ninety percent of it's kind of terrible yeah <laughs> or terrible to to mediocre you know what I mean yeah um and I feel like you get that that that, that the kind of good stuff rises to the top and I do worry about. I mean the content the, the quality of a lot a lot of film now is just slipping like big budget stuff it's like you don't really get those kind of mid-budget movies anymore so it means you either have like crazy high like mental high budget uh like event films or you've got this tiny little movie made by like four people about some people living on a farm and one of them's 
one of them's crazy whoa what's gonna happen one of them's an you know what i mean it's like there's never bit. that there's so rarely that middle ground these yeah, days yeah. where it's like here's just like a kind of interesting sci-fi concept or you know whatever and you just go in and it costs them like 40 million to make and it's it's interesting and then you leave and you're done the other, there isn't really that anymore the and i think sorry oh, the other it. side though is that it streaming has the same option as like vhs did in the mm. 80s where there was like VHS companies who just wanted content mm. and they put any content on. And a lot of the times that was B movies and schlock and just terrible stuff. But there did become like a, a degree of these were like the indie artists who made their films and then were just able to put a VHS and the VHS company didn't give a fuck what was on the VHS. Yeah. They just wanted to sell VHSs. And there is an element of that in streaming where it's like, Netflix does make a lot of bad stuff, but it also allows some really good stuff. It does. And uh, even including Martin Scorsese mm. and like Roma from last year, mm. which was uh, obviously a Netflix original. So like there is an element of they are they just want, especially a company like Netflix, which doesn't really have a lot of IP to play around with. They just want content. And that could allow for like indie, indie people yeah. who would have never had a chance in cinema because they'd have had to justify their demographics and tell that people what's like what sell what sells their film whereas mm. netflix just want content they just mm. want content for people to watch so there is like there is opportunities i'm not saying like it would be that there is advantages to going to stream and i just don't think it would be the same it should it should be like a the way you watch films because i think that from roma i didn't see roma in the cinema and i i, I enjoyed roma but it was good mm. um but then i was shocked by like yourself and the people who went and saw it in the cinema who fucking loved the film mm. and i think the problem is is it's a long film and obviously i was pausing it and coming back and forth and coming back and forth and like uh all right um do you know what i think i'll pause it and go get a sandwich right now <laughs> and i don't think i was like as sucked in as someone who went and saw it in the cinema and therefore i missed out on roma i didn't mm. get the experience everyone else did and it's mental that like netflix made this film which is almost the example of why you should like see stuff in the cinema because it's a slow burner and yeah. slow burners need to be seen in the cinema so that you don't get distracted yeah and uh you mentioned it earlier martin scorsese's new film is got a, the irishman's got a long running time mm. three and a half yeah, hours that should be seen in a cinema so that yeah. you're not walking away and doing other stuff like because it's just so easy to get distracted in your own living room. yeah i think though that there's still I think about something like Annihilation. Like, I watched Annihilation at home on my TV. And that was such an incredible experience watching that film. I remember being so excited during it and after it was done. And that was just watching it, you know, hmm. on my TV. I feel like I, I am quite good, though, at, like, I put my phone away and, like, I'm going to watch the movie. Like, this is my focus. I try to not treat it like a cinema, but I try to, you know, not let myself get distracted as hard as I is sometimes. I agree with everything you're saying here's where i fall on the other side though right which is i think people like martin scorsese and steven spielberg and, and like the academy the members of the academy you know because obviously there's the whole thing was it can film festival that won't allow netflix well i actually films? don't know but i understand there are certain point. festivals that refuse to let films that go straight to streaming be eligible for their festival like it has to be something that is screened in a cinema the, the regular model screens in cinema you have 90 days of exclusivity and then it's dvd and all that kind of stuff i think they're all sitting there and they're all talking about how fucking you got to cherish the cinema experience i think they're cherishing it because they're getting to watch it in their private cinemas 
Yeah. Or they're getting to watch it in an exclusive setting where it's other people who are there and who are, <clears throat> you know, invested in the, the film in some way. They don't have to go <laughs> see it with a bunch of fucking punters. <laughs> because, like, I went to see Gemini Man <clears throat> the other day, forgetting, until the movie had started, forgetting that school kids are on holiday. So, currently, right now, Gemini is probably the only 12A action movie with a big name star in it. So, naturally, all the teenagers fucking flock to it. Because they the can't see of the day because the they can't Joker. see Joker. They yeah. can't see the Joker. The Joker. The Joker. They can't see Joker. The Joker. Um, and that it was so incredibly distracting because ten minutes into the movie, a bunch of them realize, oh, this isn't very good. We're just going to do what we want and fuck around because we're teenagers. Who cares? And so it's just fucking talking, chucking stuff around, laughing. Someone sneezed. Someone just sneezed. They laughed for five minutes. I shit you not. They thought it was the funniest fucking thing they'd ever heard and it is so hard to get invested in the film when stuff like that is going on when people are sat around next to you eating their fucking popcorn sitting on their phones people who answer their phones while movies are on like i'm in this environment where i'm meant to have no distractions and i'm more distracted than i would be if i had stayed at home yeah like that is what that's what annoys me is I think I think there is kind of a thing where they those kind of people those more kind of elitist people who say that cinema is an experience that needs to be cherished and I'm like yeah but you don't have to deal with it the way we have to deal with it you know what I mean see the element of elitism I think about the time I went to see Trainspotting 2 and I had to go see Trainspotting 2 a second time because the first time we saw it there was three just drunk as fuck junkies sat behind us drinking in the cinema fucking talking all the way through it my friend friend of the podcast Michael Kelly turned around and told them to shut up they didn't give a fuck their, their response when Michael told them to shut up was we could talk if we want it's at a quiet bit it's not how watching a film works you watch the fucking movie shut up for two for two hours that's all that's all Danny Boyle was asking I know, of I was you was two say, hours yeah. Danny Boyle's not like, left like a, a, a bit where he's like this scene this is for if you just want to go have a chat yeah. somewhere so I just sat just fucking writhing I still to this day don't know why I didn't just leave the cinema um, sat there just fucking writhing while these people are just being ignorant as fuck like people the fucking staff came and told them to shut up they just didn't and then the staff never chucked them out for some reason um, because that would have probably kicked up more hassle than it was worth yeah. like I'm sure they'd be like I'll oh, just let them do their thing like you know no one's complained in a while um but, I, but then I it's like i had though. to go i had to go see the film again because i didn't feel like i'd seen it i remember i came out of it and uh, we were all like what did we think and none of us had an opinion because we didn't feel like we'd watch the film because we had just sat listening to them fucking ramble on and on just about nonsense because they wouldn't show up because they just thought well because a they were junkies b we've bought our ticket we can do what we want hmm. But it's like, no, you've paid for an experience. You've paid for a very specific experience that the cinema offers. You don't just get to decide you don't want to join in with that. You know what I mean? It really fucks me off. And I, you know what made me happy about that whole situation, though? She lost the woman, because it was two guys and a, and a girl. She lost her phone. She couldn't find her phone. And when we left the cinema, she just couldn't find it. And I was like, good. Hope you never find it. And I hope it costs you a fucking fortune to replace it. You uh, bitch, because it's fucking less than you deserve. <laughs> I, saw, I, I had me and... Uh... I had that with Incredibles, mm. Incredibles 2, uh, and it was only a four-seater, and it was me and a uh, friend of the podcast, Bernadette, 
Um, sat next to a couple who were just drunk, so drunk, and she had a massive phone, and she just she was just on it, and it's just so bright in a cinema, yeah. and it's right in next to your eye, and uh, you're like, this is mental. You're like, I know it's The Incredibles too, but everyone else is paid to see it, yeah, and like, you're just ruining it. Thank fuck they left halfway through. And I do wonder if that uh, coloured my experience of The Incredibles because you you'd understand yeah that like it makes you like it because it gets you riled up and it gets you angry yeah. and then that's what you focus on to the point where the movie becomes secondary to the situation you know mm. what I mean well, and so it's like you come out and that's the emotion you remember you remember feeling riled up like well, for some strange reason I never had luck with Pixar films it was the same with Toy Story four um, somebody as you said answered their phone yeah. in the cinema during the bit spoilers for toy story 4 i'm sure most people have seen it especially our age group uh where woody loses his um he gives up his uh, voice box mm. and that's like an emotional part of the film and yet it happens while this guy's just answering the phone mm. and uh, sometimes phones ring and sometimes you forgot to put it on silent yeah and it's funny right, it's, like, it's all right do you know what everyone makes mistakes yes yeah. I was like, oh, huh. phone's not ready. me personally, but some people. <laughs> um, I'm sure. I'm sure I would be if I said that. Then the next time I go to the cinema, that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> that time someone phones me, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but it happens. But I was like, right, you just turn it off. And he went to get across his phone, and I was like, he's about to turn it off. And he answers it like you're in a cinema. You can't even speak to them properly. And I have to listen to you answer a phone instead of Woody giving up his voice box. Yeah. You should give up your voice box, my like, friend. What is it? Get like, I just don't know. Like, was he expecting a phone call, or do you just? If I see that someone's phoning me, because I I keep my phone on like you know on silent. If I see someone's phoning me, I'm like, well, that'll have to wait. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then if they proceeded to phone me three times like in a row or something, then I'd maybe be like, something might be happening. I'll step out. Yeah, and answer the phone. Um. The only time I've ever had to do that was Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, wow. Um, because a location that I needed for my college film was falling through. And someone was trying to call me to be like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I just, I think there's that aspect of it where like, like I said, I, I can happily, I can sit at home and I can watch something. And I can have like a good, quiet experience and enjoy the movie. Yeah. And not any kind of problems that arise are problems I've created when I watch it at home you know what I mean I guess the only advantage of then streaming is that that will hopefully take those people away mind you not as much as teenagers God, we have been cunts this episode I feel like no, we've just I've, basically been like we're better than some people because we don't like the Joker and we know how to fucking sit I've said the people who like the Joker I appreciate why you like it because you don't watch films like that and that sounds pretentious but like I don't mean it in a pretentious way it's just not within your wheelhouse yeah. you are I, I, people who like the Joker I appreciate that they have at least they have got this experience that they probably wouldn't have got otherwise uh, people who go to the cinema and fuck around you're the cunts yeah fuck off it just drives you crazy like I said all they're all they're, they're asking is a couple hours why go into that environment where you know that you're supposed to be quiet. Like, why why voluntarily go into that environment hmm. if you're not going to be able to abide by the fucking simple rules? Well, you see people like scrolling on Facebook Literally just scrolling on their phone. And you're like, what are you doing? Do that at home. You don't... Why have you paid to come here and not watch a film? Did I tell you about the, the fucking girl that I shouted at in Detective Pikachu? <laughs> I think you have, but why don't you... Well, we're on a podcast, yeah. <laughs> um, we went to see Detective Pikachu. Um... 
and uh, sat there and it's like me, Katie, and then this quite, I think they were like a teenage looking kind of couple. They seemed quite young. It was a guy and a girl, but they were both kind of holding hands and stuff. Um, so I'm assuming they were a couple. So movie starts. Second a Pokemon comes on screen, the girl's like, Aww! At that volume. Not like a little, like, oh, that's cute, like, to her boyfriend. Like, oh, you know. No, no, no. Full, like, oh, And then, like, so fucking Cubone's on screen. Oh, it's Cubone! Oh, he's looking at me so cute! Like, imagine that, Danny. Imagine that's you're terrifying. trying to invest in this sh- fucking shitty Pokemon movie, and you can't. You can't even make <laughs> a go at it. So, I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, fuming. And I'm just like, shop, 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 shop. And, like, I can see Katie's getting kind of uncomfortable as well because it's like, we're trying to watch the fucking movie. And at this point as well, there is a child next to me on my other side. Like, on my to my left, there is a child who looks about five, sat there quietly. Sat there quietly the whole fucking movie. Didn't have a problem. But this girl. And so, at one point, something happened and she goes, oh! Like, she goes to do it and my body just kicked in autopilot and I just leaned forward. And I was like, hey, you need to stop doing that, okay? It's, it's incredibly distracting. Like, please just keep the noise down, okay? Cheers and lean back and then she just very quietly went sorry and then they were very quiet for a little while very very quiet and then after about 20 minutes he started here go like oh and like i remember coming out and katie was like oh when when she started when she did it again she was like i freaked out because she was like i was like we can't shout at them again and i was like no i would have shouted at them again <laughs> like I, I could have been an arsehole that day. <laughs> I've told people to knock off at the cinema. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, there was, I went and saw um, Bad Times at the El Royale, and I can't remember why, but the people next to us were really fucking chatty as fuck. They clearly... It, it annoys me because it was like, it clearly wasn't their kind of film. It really wasn't. Yeah. And they were getting bored and agitated. And it's like, just shut up, though. It's not... Or just leave. Just leave. Like, because that's a long film. That's like two hours yeah. 20. If you've decided halfway through... Ah, fuck this isn't my kind of film just go just go because you're all you're doing is wasting your own time yeah. and then distracting everyone else exactly that it uh, yeah that that really fucking riles me up um like and i think it's that it's always that thing when you're when you're sat before the film started and you start to hear very noisy people and you're like okay but you know i'm sure once hopefully once the film starts yeah they'll be quiet and then it's that realization like as minutes tick by that like oh no they're not going to stop yeah. like this is what they are like like they're just gonna talk and fucking. But I guess there's no financial because, like, because I often think that like you should expect like if there's something wrong with the film equipment or if you have a bad experience, you kind of want to complain to the cinema. Like, totally. Hey, because like there's no financial incentive incentive for them to to keep everybody quiet. Yeah. Cause they they walk up and down that film, but you know the reason they walk up and down that theater is to make sure there's no one with cameras. Yeah. Um, Which irritates me. Yeah, because when I saw Gemini Man, it was like twice someone walked up and down the, the stairs and I'm like just fucking hey here are the kids that are talking just go just tell them to shop like I'm saying this in my head I'm like just tell them to shop that's your job like that's yeah. why you're here that's part of why you're here like but there's there's, I guess it's, the problem is there's just no procedure for like if you need someone who's being so distracted you need to get them out the cinema yeah because there's, there's how are you going to do that without it causing more of a ruckus yeah like well that's that's what I think the issue became with train spotting too was like the staff I think came and told them to shut up but then nothing happened after that even though they continued to talk and stuff and I think it's probably because people in the audience who were complaining stopped bothering like we did Yeah. and then it's like they were probably just outside like well no one else said anything and then if they did try to get them to leave imagine how much fuss would get cut if you try to get three junkies 
to leave a cinema like think how much of a hassle that's going to be like it's just not worth it yeah Um, and i say junkies they literally were junkies like yeah it's not like a you could hear the fucking of like their fucking bag full of balls and shit like that and fucking yeah that's how time works you fucking So, I had to go see it again and then I went to see it again I fucking went to see it a second time and I was sat there I had to go see it by myself in like the middle of the day and make sure I saw it I fucking go and I go watch it right as the movie's starting eight fucking teenagers all walk in where do they fucking sit? right next to me All because I'm on the end of the aisle and they sit right in my aisle and I was just like nope absolutely fucking not and I just got up and I just went all the way to the back of the cinema where there was nobody and I sat grumpily and quietly because I had to come see this fucking movie again and it's good but I was like this is time wasted I've now spent four hours trying to watch Trainsvine 2 yeah it is like uh, that is an argument for streaming so you can just watch it at home and any distraction is your own distraction because I really do like I said I really do feel like I've watched stuff like um, Annihilation and got the exact same experience that I would have got had I watched in the cinema. I don't think I'm going to go see The Irishman at the cinema because I don't think I can handle sitting in the cinema for three and a half hours. It's just too yeah. long. Yeah. I like the idea that I can watch it at home in my comfy chair on my TV. I can pause when I need to go to the bathroom. I can do my own thing. Like, and I can just watch it at my own pace. I get it. I like that. But that's, again, that's probably why Part, streaming yeah. is inevitable because that's so convenient for people. Um, and it will it will be a shame in a sense. Like I um I remember there's there's certain stuff at the cinema that especially like the communal thing, like seeing Endgame in a cinema. That was good. It's really good to yeah. see in a cinema because most people are like like especially because obviously we'd have seen it early on. So most you're most of the time you're packed in with fans. So it's all these people who also are here to see the film, and then when um that obviously that infamous moment where. Captain America gets Mjolnir and you're like oh, and there's like a gas throughout the whole cinema and that's yeah. a really cool thing to be a part of like literally you fear a whole sphere to gas because that thing yeah. that was always going to happen but it's now happened and we've seen it in real life and you're like um, that is that, exciting, really you cool. would miss that yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of communal experience like that that's really really cool for example I liked seeing Inver- Inherent Vice in the cinema because it was weird to watch everybody it was, walk out that became the part of the film I enjoyed the most was seeing people walk out like so how long was, can they last this was the Paul Thomas Anderson yeah, 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 yeah. it was the Paul Thomas Anderson film and it's like a, a sort of weird Miami noir like it's it's noir kind of film it's got this really elaborate story it's hard to keep up it's with. a hard it's a hard watch like and there's a lot of stuff i think the the film is de- almost almost deliberately trying to keep you confused well from what i understand the book is very much like that yeah like apparently i think the author was coked out of his fucking mind most of the time and just wrote he just wrote stuff and was like yeah it's fine i'm sure where he writes these big sprawling novels of nonsense <laughs> um so it is. A, it was a very hard film to get up with, and like it is, it was a hard watch. It's yeah. like very hard when you're. I've never went back to watch it again, and no. even though I have friends who speak really highly of it, and I'm like, ah, I just don't get it. I'm sure it'd be great if you understood it, but there's stuff like doesn't Owen Wilson die at some point, and then he just comes back into the film. I or don't remember. I remember the part where people walked out was 
his introduction, Owen Wilson's introduction, and Wacky Phoenix is having dinner with him. But is that not because something happened to Owen Wilson's character? I can't character? remember. Uh, we could go on about. I literally don't remember. Yeah, but like, um, it was that scene where he's talking. He's having kind of dinner with uh with Owen Wilson, and then a couple of people leave, a couple more people leave, and then on mass the cinema just empties out. It was crazy to watch. Wasn't yeah, it? like yeah. Um, it became fascinating to those all these people who were just like giving up on people it. making it but then it was the people who didn't go in the first kind of purge they waited for like the second one like two hours into the movie and I'm like at this point you've got 20 minutes I've just stayed to see how it <laughs> fucking ends like yeah maybe you won't understand it but you might as well find out <laughs> I don't know <laughs> see if there's something at the end that kind yeah. of you're like oh I see um, that was inc- that was incredible though that's the most people I've ever seen leave the cinema and it was in waves in droves yeah. like, it's incredible it's mental uh, especially because you understand because people are like they're just like I've come hmm. to cinema for an experience that was a Friday night wasn't it or a Saturday yeah. night it was which cool. I could get I think I would be more inclined to walk out of a shitty movie on a Friday or Saturday night because mm. I'd be like I could be doing something better with myself yeah. right now like yeah um, I remember when we watched Fifty Shades of Grey somebody walked out on the first sex scene which yeah because we were like what did you think this was <laughs> did you not google we were next to us there was these two girls and they on the first sex scene they walked out and the first sex scene isn't even risque. It's actually no, it's just, just a regular, re- it's a regular sex scene. And there's like arms fucking thrown up. Like, <laughs> what? I didn't know this was what it was about. That was a funny experience. Um, of talking to people. So you wouldn't... I, I feel like there's times like that where I wouldn't want to give it up. No. But... Especially, I, to be honest, more like um, things like Endgame where you get that communal experience with all these fans and you get to um share it together and it's like there is a, an amazing sense of energy yeah but um, that's what i think a lot that that is most of the stuff that comes out in the cinema now it's, it's kind you, of a big event community yeah films, could and you I imagine think, like seeing endgame just on streaming it would be quite it would be quite like underwhelming wouldn't it hmm. to just see that by yourself and that be your first time seeing it it yeah. would be kind of you'd miss that because you, you do get that when you're going to see a big movie like that there is that buzz when you're on your way to the cinema and stuff and when you're in the cinema you're like fuck man we're about to see Endgame like this is crazy as opposed to you know like the the El Camino movie like the Breaking Bad movie like you just come home and you chuck that on you watch it yourself like because yeah. it's on streaming Um, yeah there is there's definitely a difference that I don't know I think I just I, I'm more I think my, arg- my my main thing is that I feel that the, the kind of people who are saying that the cinema experience needs to be preserved. I'm like, I I don't know if you've had the cinema experience in quite a long time. <laughs> you've had your cinema experience, which I'm sure is very nice. You've not had our cinema experience, which is trying to see Gemini Man at three o'clock in the afternoon on a school holiday. I quite enjoyed it. Come at me, critics. And everybody, everybody hates Gemini Man. Don't they? They hate it. Have you not seen any of the reviews or anything? No, I've. They fucking hate it. I don't tend to watch reviews just in case it colors my opinion. See, no, I usually I don't. Um, I but I knew ahead of time that it was getting very poorly. It was very poorly received. Um, but I wanted to go see it because I like Ang Lee. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of Life Pi. Brilliant movie, I think. Brokeback Mountain. Haven't seen it in a long time. Remember enjoying it. All about the gays. Um, oh you would enjoy it oh. and then I got you I uh, I say controversially but nobody's nobody's really fighting me in this I like Hulk we talked about it on we this talk, podcast we had a whole episode I on it I like Hulk I don't know why you like it quite but... a bit because I just fucking I, look I think it's got good it's 
we're not getting into it. If you want a fucking it's a terrible go, film, go, it's not a terrible film. It's go a terrible film. So anyway, I, I so I was like, right, I want to go see Gemini Man because boys support boys. I want to go support Ang Lee, my boy, and um, it's not very good. It's not. I just don't understand why. I don't think it's bad enough to be the film that everyone has decided this is the film we're gonna really shit on this year. People haven't even seen the movie. I've told people I went to see it and they groan. Ugh. <laughs> why did you bother? And I'm like, because fucking it's because it might be good. The same way any movie <laughs> might be know. good. Um I actually thought it had a little bit of heart. I thought that the relationship between the two Will Smiths was a lot better than just like they don't make young Will Smith just a cold blooded assassin with like no personality. Like he he is he is a person and he has been raised to have thoughts and feelings and emotions and he struggles with the idea of learning what he actually is and the fact that he has to kill you know an older version of himself um and that was enough to keep me invested Hmm. genuinely i was like emotionally invested in those parts of the movie and that's why i don't understand why people have really chosen this film people are treating it like a fucking punching bag and they just keep knocking it down I'm like this. There's been so many worse movies. Aladdin, The Dead Don't Die, um, Hellboy, all much worse movies. People just letting them slide. But no, no, no. Gemini Man. That's gonna be the film we all fucking. There's a moment where Will Smith shoots a grenade out of midair. It's cool as fuck. Two and a half out of five stars. That's my review. <laughs> Gemini Man. I can't wait for years from now when we do our Gemini Man episode and you tell me how wrong I am. Well, yeah. I, I actually I, think I it has similar, it kind of in a weird way, has like some similar themes to Hulk. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't enjoy it. Because, you uh, know, Hulk is, Hulk is kind of about like the, the son inheriting like the anger issues of the father. Yeah. And um, Gemini Man kind of has this theme of, they literally say it, where Clive Owen says, you know, we, we wanted to raise the young Will Smith. We wanted to give you all of the skills of old Will Smith, but with none of the pain that he's had to experience. Like, we wanted to give you, like, the perfect life. Um, And, you know, that there's kind of stuff to do with that where Clive Owen is effectively his dad. And I thought that was kind of, I was like, okay, there's kind okay. of like some similarities going on here. Maybe that's why I liked it. Um, oh, no. I'm less invested now. You won't like it. You'll uh, hate it. I saw it with uh, I saw it with my friend Andrew, and he hated it. Ooh. And I was just like, "Well, you know what, Andrew? Did you hate it? Hated Gemini Man. I thought it was if you're fine. Listening, did you I hate thought it? it was mediocre to good. Well, I will see it uh, presumably before the next episode, and I'll let you know Ooh. if I if I loved it or hated it. I don't love it. I think it's fine. I just don't understand why it's the film everyone's decided to really come down on. I get that. Yeah, there is a if there's a few films that you're like, why, 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 why this is the why hill. is this the, the hill that everyone's the, dying on is fucking Gemini Man. Like everyone hates it, and I'm like, it's not, it's bad. It's not that bad. It's that's not what, Aladdin. Because that's what I think <laughs> about the Joker. Is as like anybody who really Joker, just, just like Ang Lee's Hulk is just called Hulk. The Hulk, yeah. The Joker. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's anybody who hates it. It's like it, it's not. It's not worth dying on. It's not. It's not like a that bad. It's not a bad enough film to to really worth investing yeah. in any hatred into or any just like because it's not bad. It's just a bit just, derivative. Yeah. Will Smith's it was a damn good performance in my opinion. 
Um, Danny, I feel like I really have to pee desperately. So I'm wondering. I feel like we've rambled. Rambled. We got a good conversation out of that. If For you say so. We got, yeah, I think so. We stretched the definition of the word good. I've insulted a number of people. Yeah. People who go to the cinema. <laughs> You've shown how elite you are. You're I one do. of the elite. I am going to be That's one of... why you hate the Joker. Years from now, when there's like a new... When like films are just projected straight into your brain, I'm going to be like the guy who's like, we need to preserve the streaming experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, there's a, there's going to be a Joker revolt uh, against you. And they're all going to go, we're just talk as much as we like in the cinema. Did, and then we're going to shoot you in an alley that yeah. you walk down. Did I tell you people applauded when I saw Joker? I can't believe that. I mean, I saw it in a quiet screen. So. I will. That sounds like I'm exaggeration, exaggerating. 100% not. I have three people that I saw that movie with who can vouch for this. I need that people on, applauded. on next week's episode. I'm going to get... Either Katie or Leona to come on the show next week, and I'm gonna go. Katie slash Leona. Did people clap at the end of Joker? And they'll go, yes. And then that's it. And then fuck There's off, no other discussion. It. We just get yeah, <laughs> we get them out. You didn't watch the film, girl. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, that's the film that they would which have I couldn't over. decide. I genuinely couldn't decide if it was an ironic thing if people were taking the piss, or if how I think it started was that some people were taking the piss. And then people joined in seriously. That's the that's what I've came up with as what happened there, because I can't legitimately believe that an entire audience saw that and went, "That's our fucking movie." That spoke to me on levels mental. I'll never I'll never fully understand. Because when I saw Endgame, I think some people tried to applaud at the end, but it just didn't quite pick up enough steam for it to become an applause. Um, you'd think something like that would justify. An applause, even though in Britain none of it justifies it. No, no, never. The only other we film don't I've do been that to, the only other film I've been to that got an applause was Les Mis, which kind of makes sense to me because it's a musical, and they're singing there's like live. A there's element. like a theater element, yeah. yeah so, uh, but Endgame kind of makes sense because it's such a huge. It's a, such a ten years in the making, course, but yeah, it's the ending of but like twenty two movies. Yeah, but even then, they're not there, guys. The people that make the film are not in the room. It's there. It's not likely. <laughs> Um, I'm getting fidgety because I have to pee really right. badly. So you can get us on Twitter and Facebook at Second Opinion Pod. That's second with a two. I don't know what we're doing next time, but I'm sure it'll be good. It might be terrible. Who knows? The Joker. The 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 the. Stop it. You, Jakey Simmons. Everyone, have a good night. Or day. Whatever.